This is All About Home Construction. And here's your hosts, Terry Beck and Randy Blake. That's right. Good morning, Randy. Good morning, Terry. Happy Saturday, buddy. Happy Saturday to you. Yeah, it's got a nice Saturday. It's going to be a beautiful weekend. Mild. So, uh, yeah, this is what I like about hot country weather. Doesn't get better than this. Oh, last night was good sleeping weather. Wasn't it? Yes, it was. I slept good last night, for sure, for sure. So, uh, yeah. But anyway, welcome to uh, All About Home Construction. Give us a call, 828-262-1567. We'd love to put you right on the air. And uh, appreciate all of our listeners out there. Yep. Yes, Um, we do. But So uh, what's been going on this week? Well, it's been a hay week. Nice. That's all I've done all week, say. Yeah, Randy complains, comes in. I'm tired. Yeah, it's really hard to sit on a in a seat all day long. I know. You know, I'm on. I got a set of headphones that finally give out on me. I'm gonna have to write a review <laughs> for uh, Amazon because they've done a great job. <laughs> they've been in the rain, <laughs> snow, and uh, but you know, farmer's life's never done. That's it. You finish up, and guess what? It starts over. Yep, that's it. Yeah. But I am ahead of schedule. Nice, nice. No fawns this year. Good, good. Which we always watch for fawns. Sure. Yep. And uh, that's uh, that's the problem when you're when you're mowing hay. You can you you run up on something hidden in the grass. It's amazing what can be camouflaged inside of grass. It is, but the good thing is the fawn's big enough to see. Yep. Yep. So you, most of the time you can stop before you get to one, and then you have to try to shoo it off. They don't just get up and run, do they? No. Well, they're trained to lay there. Yep. Wait on mom. Mm-hmm. The only problem is most of the time if you grab one, mom won't take it because mm-hmm. now it has that scent that's not right. hers. So. Yeah. We've actually, believe it or not, run fawns down mamas wouldn't take. And we used to take them to the sanctuary up in Beach Mountain, but I don't know if there's any sanctuaries around now or not. I don't know. Yeah, I really don't know that answer. Well, cool. Well, I'm glad everything worked out so far, and uh, it's good. It'll be a good week to uh, to finish up. I think next next four or five days, maybe some afternoon like pop up showers. But yeah. other than that, uh, for the next four or five days, looks like it's pretty nice weather. Yeah, I got about thirty more acres, and I'm done. So, cool. Good stuff. Good stuff. Well, how's the uh, how's the building going? How's the house log house roof went on this week? Nice. So now we're Getting ready. Subs subs is finishing up, so it's on the downhill swing. Nice. That's that's a good thing. I'll be glad to be up here. <laughs> it's getting a little warmer down the down off the mountain than it is on top, is it? Yes, it is. <laughs> and uh, good, we're in a location that has a lot of breeze, so that good. helps out a bunch. Good. But, you know, being a log cabin, one of our best little friends always comes around, so we're constantly killing boar bees. Yep. Those things, man, they'll, uh, if you could train those things to go where you, you know, where you needed a drill, a hole drill, it'd be perfect because they make the perfect size hole. Yes, they do. Uh, and, uh, and it's just wild because, uh, we've got a, we got a little bee down here and I don't know what it is, but it'll go, you know, where you pull out mm-hmm. a nail, it'll actually go in that hole there. Really? Yeah. Looking so for I don't, a place to lay an egg. Or I whatever. don't know if it's laying eggs or, uh. Putting food in or what? <laughs> That's pretty neat, though. Well, cool stuff. Well, 
you know, I, I'm glad that you're getting under the roof finally. You got the windows in, and uh, you know, it, I, I was talking to someone the other day, and they were, you know, talking about how there's still still wait times on stuff. You know, like you had mentioned your windows a few weeks ago, and uh, that's that's still an issue going forward. Well, we've dropped from seven months down to four months mm-hmm. now on windows, and uh, and it's all because of you know it everything that's going on everybody knows you can't get material shipped in right and i actually went to a building supply down there you know well we've been buying from this building supply but i I went myself and they didn't have enough lumber on the yard to even build a whole house Mm -hmm. and it's just it's that bad well and and i've noticed that with like just driving by you know lumber yards and it, it certainly is less inventory you know at least visible uh, than what you, you're used to seeing. It is. And uh, uh, sitting in the office of one of the building supplies here a while back, and this, I heard the salesman go, well, you know, you generally order uh, 6,000 tubes of liquid nail, mm-hmm. you know, monthly. He said, you're now allotted 72 tubes a month. So you're cutting down already. Yeah, so see, that's an important yeah. part of building. Yep. Well, and, and I don't know, maybe this is just, maybe this is, I'm making this up, I don't know, but I mean, because I've not thought about it a whole lot, but if, you know, as, as, I, as I drive down the road, it seems like delivery trucks have less stuff on them than before. Now, again, yeah. maybe I'm just noticing it, maybe maybe it's not really going on, but it just, it, there's a perception, at least for me, that, it, you know, they're not hauling the big deliveries. Well, it's first come, first serve. Right. You know, and... uh there are back orders, mm-hmm. and uh, one of them that's a big price difference, and that's tr- roof trusses. They can change daily. Wow! And how do you how do you plan for that? Well, I don't know. Uh, you know, everybody was so concerned with the interest rates being so cheap that you know we talked about it mm-hmm. that plywood got up to ninety eight dollars a sheet. So, are you really saving more money at ninety dollars a sheet with? Three, two, three percent home interest, or now that it's five percent home interest, and plywood's down to sixty. I don't know. What's the break even? Yeah. Uh, is it, is this the new normal? Well, and and that's been my concern, not just with lumber, but with anything, because you know gas goes up, but it never drops all the way back down to what it was, and you know food, food being a big deal right now, and. Um, you know, as we go in worldwide, we got a grain shortage and uh, or a perceived grain shortage at least. And you know, like at what point does things settle back down, and what is that threshold when it settles down? Well, you know, it's uh, North Carolina's a, a state that plants two crops. All right, and we do a lot of winter wheat. Yep, we do soybean, we do corn. You know. Uh, your, your bigger states, they do the same thing. Now, it's hard for Minnesota to probably do a two-crop. Two right. Uh, the Dakotas do it, but they don't know if they've lost a winter wheat crop or not. Yeah. Because, you know, uh, from what I understand, you plant winter wheat, you got to have water to get it out of the ground, but you have to have snow to protect it. Right. You know, insulate it. But when there's no snow and it gets down 20 below, the iffy of it surviving. Right. And which is pretty wild. Yep. Yeah. No, I mean, it, that's the thing. And it's, uh, 
But again, you know, everything's shaking down. Like, what's going to be the new? I guess, and I guess that's what inflation is, though, right? I mean, that's well, that's that's, that's, that's not inflation, but uh, but during times of inflation, everything does go up. Yep. But you know, I don't. It doesn't seem as dramatic as it was when I was a kid when we were paying thirty cents a gallon for gas, and then it went to sixty-five. Mm-hmm. Then they put us on five-dollar allotment. Yep. You know, and I remember. Golly, I'm glad I had an old '57 Chevrolet because I, I put five dollars worth of gas and five dollars worth of kerosene in it, <laughs> and uh, it should have blew up. Right. Because kerosene and gasoline is extremely volatile, but that little Chevy was tough. That's funny. Yeah. Especially, you know, young man, 16 year old, wanting to go out on a date and didn't have gas to go. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah. And- Unfortunately, I think that's something we're running back into, that situation. We'll get back into all about home construction right after this. Thanks for listening to us. Also, don't forget about the podcast, All About Home Construction, wherever you uh, wherever you want to listen to a podcast. If you've, got, if you've got connections to the Internet, then you can listen to the podcast. It's, all, it's that easy. Uh, all about home construction. So if we're not on the air and you want to find out, you know, hey, I missed something. I want to go back and listen to that. Or, or more importantly, maybe you got a friend who wants to listen to all about home construction. You can do that. And again, it's that easy. You can uh, do it from a computer. Just go to a quick Google search and uh, type in podcast all about home construction. We're on Google's podcast there. And if you got a smartphone, you could do it that way. Just as easy. So, uh, by all means, please check it out. And don't forget about the Facebook page, All About Home Construction on Facebook. And you can uh, reach out and talk to us that way if you, uh, you know, maybe got a question during the week. That's the way we roll here on All About Home Construction. We are here for you. And so we uh, we do appreciate everyone out there. And thanks so much for being our listeners. And we will uh, get back into All About Home Construction here. And, and that's... You know, one of the things that that we do uh, on the on the show is is try to talk about topics that you're interested in, and and so you know we we've talked a little bit about um, the lumber prices, obviously that that being a big deal, and uh, over the last you know well, I mean let's face it, Randy, two years, right? And uh, then of course another thing too, if you're uh, you know, we always are getting questions on, uh, hey, I need to do this project or I need to do, to do that project. And what is the best way? And and so, uh, what you know, during the week we get a lot of those contacts, and uh, so we try to try to kind of veer, you know, our discussions, Randy, towards that. So we appreciate that. And so, if you want, you know, re- reach out during the week. That's what the, the Facebook page is a good, easy way to do that. So, so do that. We appreciate it. Yep. But, um, so speaking of this week, so you know, one one thing I I got. I wouldn't say stuck doing. That sounds like a bad thing, but I, I didn't mind doing it. One thing I did this week, though, was uh, I helped some friends. I'm going to say decorate a wall. I don't know the, the right term. Fix a wall because uh, we did some painting and we did some, uh, and this was new to me, and it's the uh, it's the wallpaper, the pill and stick wallpaper. Never seen it. it uh, Never heard of it till. Yeah, it, it's, uh, you know, I guess it's, it's for, for like a an image for our, our listeners, you know, on the radio would be like the old school contact paper, you know, that you used to buy. And you, I guess you still buy it, but it, it was, it, 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 I guess it reminded me of that. It was like a, 
like a paper plasticky thing and, and you you'd roll it out and you'd pull out the back paper on the back and it would stick to the wall but the cool thing is it would it's a pill and stick so in theory you unpill it and move it around i don't know i think it, it'd be tough it's not supposed to damage the wall well i, so. I understand that but being a man that's hung regular wallpaper where you can move it just a little well notice i said in theory <laughs> no it, it wasn't hard like, like it's a, it's a do it's a very do it yourself project you i mean you know you're you're anyone any, our listeners are capable of doing that the problem that i ran into was it was a tall ceiling so i had a long you know big big surface of wall and so I got lucky in that the pattern choice was one that didn't have to match up. You know, it's, it's what didn't have a lot of lines and stuff. It was uh, so I didn't have to worry about matching the patterns up. Now, did um, you, did you take a squeegee to it, just like regular wallpaper? Yeah, so you you take like a little, like a little plastic squeegee, I guess, and uh, you, you like a plastic putty knife, um, and, and that pushes the air bubbles out. But the the whole trick to it is when in, well, it's just like anything. We'll get, we'll talk about the prep here in a little bit, but the actual. The actual application of the of the the wallpaper stuff, um, you know, w- once you get the wall clean, like you, you you start at the top, and you you know you start it has a backing. You you stick it to the top, and then you slowly peel that backing off as you work your way down, so that you can work your air on bubbles your, on out your plumb line. And, yeah, and keep it straight. Here's the problem that I ran into, and so I again because I, I didn't have to worry about it matching patterns, I just started against the door. I used the door frame as my plumb line. But it was hard for me to keep it straight because the the door frame and the ceiling weren't 100% square. So when I squared it off the top of the wall, it was not square with the door frame. And and I say, you know, I'm not talking like a lot, but at the very bottom, you know, you could see a little white gap. And so I had to really pay attention and keep it. And that's what took so long for me was just trying to keep it square to the frame, you know, and then. And then, like I said, you got the next piece, and so uh, same thing. You know, so you cut it off. You have to make sure that you square it off. And in other words, you have to worry about squaring that long edge, keeping it level and plumb, rather than what you cut. You know, like yeah. you always cut a little bit off if you're not careful. And it's, I mean, it's paper; it moves. Um, and again, the wall, the the ceiling wasn't quite square. I guess we should have got Carson and, to film you. <laughs> It, uh, it it wasn't a hard task, but it was a very meticulous. You, you got to pay attention, kind of task. But well, but I'm I'm better at it now. I mean, it was the first one I did too, so that makes a difference. You know, <laughs> like after you lay a three couple pieces, it, it gets a little bit easier. I think um, I'd rather do regular wallpaper. Well, you know, the advantage is it was no cleanup, like you have with regular wallpaper. There's no mess. You know, you don't. Um, but it it. it and I guess you have, I guess the problems that I'm complaining about is, you, I guess you, to an extent you have that with regular wallpaper also, getting everything square and lined up. Um, well, wallpaper can be a little more forgiving. That That's the one thing about this. Now, it, it, like I said, it is peeling sticks, so you can you, you can undo it. You can you can peel it off the wall and it will re-stick. Um, one thing I noticed was a little bit of the paint was wanting to come off with it. Not all over, but there were couple places um and so what i found out since then since yesterday was it sticks or, or i guess pills better from uh the higher the gloss the, the less likely it is to pill 
the paint. Huh. Um, now, I think also the quality of paint matters too. It's on the wall, just like anything else. Well, you know how I am about primer. And that's, regular primer. That's the step that most people don't do. And I'm guilty of that. I mean, I've, I've painted some rooms before and just went straight with the two in one or, you know, it's got well, primer I, in it. Come on. It does, but it's still not a, it, it still does not work like regular primer yeah. on the wall. Yeah. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. And, uh, primer to me, when it comes to it, painting interior, exterior, primer is a, uh, a big guess on everything. Yeah. You know, you, you you can tell a house, a new house that's never had primer on it, especially if the homeowners hadn't maintained it, and you come back four or five years later, now the latex paint is peeling and it because it didn't bond to the wood fibers. Right. And uh, uh, we had that class, uh, I guess around 2005 and six, Cox Hardwood somewhere. Mm-hmm. And they actually did a test a UV test on lumber and lumber wood siding mm-hmm. uh, can lose its adhesive adhesion for the paint after 30 days. Wow. See, so that's because the UV rays is starting to uh, work on the, the microfibers of the wood. Yep. And you would think it'd be the opposite being that it would uh, hold the paint better being it's starting to deteriorate. Right. But it won't. It's just almost like I guess pours your skin, you know, if you put easy off on you, or not easy off, but off bug repellent, and you miss a spot, but mosquitoes will find it every time. Right. You know? Same thing. If you missed priming that wall and those fibers, then that's where it turns loose. Well, that that's, you know, in whatever wall cover you do, paint, wallpaper, pill and stick wallpaper, the, the catch is you have to start with a, a solid, smooth, clean surface. Correct. And, you know, and typically more times than not, I guess, in houses when we talk about painting and we talk about wallpapering and coverings and stuff, you're, you're doing it over drywall. You know, that, that seems to be the, 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 I mean, yes, you can paint over paneling, but, but generally speaking, new construction you're in, and, you know, you're thinking of, of drywall. What, I, you know, how many times have you walked up and paid attention to drywall? If you look real closely... It's almost like uh, peach fuzz or orange peeling on it, you know, where, where it's got those. It's it's not a thousand percent smooth, you know. Yeah, it's smooth, but to the look. But when you get really close, you can look at it and you realize it's not really smooth. Correct. Well, it's it's a product that depends on the person that's doing the job. Yeah. I mean, I've seen some jobs that you know, uh, eggshell paint. They yeah, show right. it shows that's, every blemish in the wall. Yeah. Well, I've seen walls with eggshell that are just as smooth as can be. You know, that's but isn't that one of the advantages of the primer? It helps, yes, and it lays everything down. Uh, it's just it's just good to bond with. Yeah. Uh, and yes, it does add an extra cost to your house, but then again, if you don't prime your wall and paint your wall, and then you put wallpaper on it, you don't size it, then you pull all the paint and the drywall down. Yep. Because uh, you just got to do the proper steps. Sure. And longevity, if you do the proper steps, the paint will last far longer right? than just putting paint on the wall. Well, you know, let's, uh, again, we're jumping around between paint and wallpaper, but at the same time, you know, primer is, how how many times do you you paint a wall 
and you got to put multiple coats of paint on. Whereas if you put that primer on first, a lot of times you save one extra coat of paint. Right. So it, it, and is paint really more expensive than than primer? Is it, is there really a price difference? Uh primer. Well, last primer I bought was right at uh, probably between eighteen twenty dollars. Where a good paint's in the fifties. See, so you're saving yourself. You know, it's it's the same labor to put it on, and it's uh, you're saving yourself a little bit for uh, prom. You know, buying the primer, and and at the end, like I said, you know, it's instead of that three coats, maybe it takes two coats of paint. So you're still getting three coats on it. I don't know. It, it, I just don't. Or the housewife that says, I don't like my color, I'm going to change it. Yeah. And then she don't prime it. And then, then she does the three, four coats yeah. to get the color she wants because the old color bleeds through. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I had, um, well, I had I, my, my brother down in, uh, off the mountain. He, this has been a while back. He talked to me and he's like, Yeah, I need to. He's painting his, uh, the ceiling in his bathroom. And, you know, smooth ceiling. He'd, he'd uh, taken all the, popcorn texture stuff off you know sanded it down had it looking real good was ready to to paint it and um just going back with just a white paint and uh he was wanting a gloss paint to kind of help reflect the, the, the light back down it was a small bathroom and he i told him i said you got to use primer he goes nah okay and he comes back and we go a month later it's peeling on him and i said you didn't use primer he goes well i bought the, the paint and primer in one so you did use primer though yeah and i think you know especially in this situation with the uh with the moisture in the bathroom you know i think it it helped allow it to pull away well it will uh especially being probably it was an old house wasn't it oh yeah yeah and, and it was probably enamel that they had on the ceiling yeah and latex won't stick to enamel yeah without a primer in between it yep so i laughed at him i said guess what you got to do now yeah, <laughs> you gotta redo it. Well, you know, we we live in a '64 model house, and every now and then you'll see a little peel, and that's what it is. Where they painted it all with enamel mm-hmm. instead of latex. I know latex was around during that time, but just especially your bathrooms and everything, everything is in, in enamel, right? For the water. So, yeah. Well, that that's it, and then you know, again. Whatever covering you go with, the, the trick is to prep it. And, you know, when, when you're talking about prepping it, again, it's, it's you know, if you're redoing something, you know, you, you're you going through, you take the time to fill in the nail holes from the picture frames, you know. Take the time to uh, to make sure that you got everything smooth. And, you know, if there's a wall prep is wall important. Pre- yeah. You know, if you've got a nail popping back through, then then take care of it and prep that beforehand. And if you have a problem with a nail popping and it continues to pop, look at a shorter nail. Yeah. Or a screw. And yes, that will take you a little longer to do. But, you know, you can buy the little things of spackling that mm-hmm. dries real fast. So you don't have to use drywall mud on it. Right. Well, that's the catch. But again, you know, is taking the time to to prep it. And like I'd mentioned before, you know, when you when you get up close to a drywall, we all have seen it. You get up close, you really get to looking, and it's a. I don't want to. It's got a little texture, you know, like a like an orange peel would, you know. And um, think of think of the difference of like an orange peeling versus an apple, you know. It, yes, they're both smooth, but when you really get to looking, you can see those imperfections in it. 
a lot of times now a lot of times your rollers you know depends on the type mm-hmm. of roller and that 99 cent roller is not going to help you much no where you go ahead and spend the money on a good yeah. nap clean it good and reuse it because the cheaper one's going to put a lot of hair fiber yep. in your paint yeah no and I, I i've seen that and uh used to used to kill me on floors you know Use for for my polyurethane floors. I use uh, lamb's wool. Yes, but I hate using a new lamb's wool. Does it? You have the same problem with it? Uh, I mean, occasionally. Now it's not as bad as some, but yeah, like it, a new lamb's wool will leave fuzz on it. Whereas, you know, sec, the second job around with that lamb's wool, much smoother. Well, That's the trick. So don't use a new lamb's wool for your final coat. I've only used it one time. Yeah, but. I mean, but it's it's the same, and, and yeah, I I'm guilty of of buying the budget paintbrush. I mean, I've done that, you know, and oh, I'm only using it for a little one wall, or I'm only using it for this little section. But there is a difference, and I've bought those cheap little, you know, like the, the bulk the paintbrushes, you know, or, and uh, I've had them fall apart on me. You know, you, you oh, go yeah. touch in a corner and like. The bristles are stuck to the wall, and I'm not talking one bristle. I'm talking a pile of bristles stuck to the wall. Um, so, you know, again, it goes back to prep. It goes back to take, like getting the materials to do the right job. We'll take our first break, or next break, and we'll be right back right after this. That's right. All about home construction here on WATA. Give us a call, 262 262- one five six seven. Talking a little bit, Randy, about wall coverings, and uh, let's let's get back into this wallpaper stuff here for just a little bit. So again, it's uh, this pill and stick stuff was uh, it's not hard in you know in terms of labor. It's it it was not hard to put up. The, the problem that I, I ran into was this the besides the prep, but was just the paying attention and going slow. You know, making sure things are lined up. What you're going to have with any wallpaper, I guess. Bring us a piece in so I can look at it. Yeah, I'll, I'll have to do that, and uh, I got to because I got to finish it on on uh, on Monday because we painted one wall, and I didn't want to put. Well, I'm I'm in the corner piece. I didn't want to get paint all over me, so I saved that corner piece because I knew I'd come back and do it. So I got to go back, and so I'll I'll, I'll save a little scrap here. Um, well, you know that uh, that's due probably because you know. Wallpaper's in and out. Mm-hmm. You know, they're saying wallpaper's coming back now. Right. But, you know, wallpaper installers die, too. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Some of your best ones are already gone. Yep. Well, you know, the the trend, you say, you say wallpaper's coming back, but it's it's a little bit different in the way it's coming back. You know, it's not always the, the full room. Um, now it, it's more of a accent more decorated i guess you would say um you know and, and this is goes for any any version of wallpaper you know now like one of the big trends is is like these murals oh the first mural i ever seen was in the early 80s and uh i it was a jungle yeah in africa and she had the lady had it up it's actually two of my employees mother's house and and i just thought that was nifty yeah now she did it herself mm-hmm. And she did a fantastic job, and but she said it took a long time. So you know, back in the eighties, yeah. peeling stick took a long time. 
Well, the, you know, the, these scenic landscape, uh, these these murals, uh, they're, you know, again, most of the time they're, they're typically some kind of scenery. And um, it kind of adds that, like, the artistic, what, artistic nature, I guess, to it. Um, you know, and, and I guess the equivalent would be to hire someone to come and, and paint a mural on your wall, right? So, I mean, it's it's obviously going to be more cost-effective to do. To get the wallpaper uh, in that yeah. case yes you know uh plus another thing with that that peeling stick he's talking about you can actually design your own mm-hmm. you can get to the company and design your own yeah. wallpaper or your own peeling yeah. stick well sure because you know that that's that's the the advancement of technology right it's easy to peel thing or to, to print things now compared to to before but one of the other things and this is sort of surprised me was like I guess the boldness of the wallpaper that's coming out now in terms of trendness. And, um, again, we're not talking like doing the entire room. It's usually some sort of accent or feature, but just sort of like the, the bold colors, the, the large print, I guess you say, um, you know, it, it, it's, you know, that, that's sort of part of this trend right now. Yeah. It's not, it's not just this, you know, the, the subtle, sort of thing that you you know that it, that I grew up with in the 90s on the wallpaper. Oh yeah, now now that it's limitedless and they're talking about 3D wallpaper. Yeah, that was that stuff's really cool and uh you know, it has a little bit of texture both in the, you know, in terms of 3D in terms of the way it's printed, it looks gives you that visual, but sometimes yeah, now they're able to give a little bit of texture to it to give it that a different look. Yeah, and it's uh, totally amazing what I'm looking at. Yeah. Uh, one picture showed the house with Victoria furniture. Yep. Air furniture. And then the wallpaper on one wall was uh, like a coliseum. Mm-hmm. You know, marble and yep. stuff like that to fit that decor of that house. That's cool. Well, yeah, and I saw one, too, um, You know, that, that was talking about textured paper, uh, and it's you know, through the printing technologies and, the, and techniques, this one looked like a, uh, almost like a wood look to it, but it had that, like, it, it had that 3D look. It was, you know, with with the texture, and uh, it was called a, a, a Hessian wall covering. But I think that was that was pretty cool, too. Um, you know, but again, like I said, we're kind of about, back while I was going to the bold, is like, just, just those bold... It's dark colors, I guess you would say. Mm-hmm. Um, that it, it, it's it's it, again when you're talking about trends, that's that's sort of the new trends. Now, it gives people a better feeling, I guess, than just regular paint. Well, yeah, I mean, it, it gives it some character, um, you know, some style, if you will. So, I don't know. It's it's pretty cool. And they're saying longevity of this product. You know this. Right. Is a long time. It's actually longer than paint. Yeah. I mean, that, that's the, the catch. And now, again, that, that is under the assumption that you've prepped it correctly. Yep. You know, you, you've gotten the air bubbles out uh, when you put it down. You, the, the, in other words, the paint behind the peel and stick is not going to fail uh, and peel. And, um, but, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's meant to last. Well... When you get into traditional wallpaper, you know, 
traditional wallpaper can last a long time, mm-hmm. okay? But it has its limitations, too. Right. Humidity is the downfall of regular there wallpaper. Yep. Okay? Uh, you can go. You can go from simple patterns to ex- extremely radical patterns. Right. You know, with regular wallpaper. Matter of fact, I've seen some wallpapers so rowdy or red, red, extreme that it you have to know whether to turn wallpaper upside down or backwards. <laughs> yeah, it, you know. Yeah, and uh, and then we did some one time that uh, you put one piece on one way, then you had to flip it over to match up to yeah. match up, reverse it. And so I really thought that, well, I don't want to mess with that anymore. You know, we did a lot of it. But but then, you know, you get into your paint. Paint's easy and cheap. Right. But there you go. You want to use the primer and the paint mixed together, then you're going real cheap. But yep. you can't guarantee that it won't stick. Right, right. And uh, Well, let, let, let's back up to, reg, to like, I say regular wallpaper. I don't know if that's the, the right term. The, the old-fashioned wallpaper. Traditional. Uh, traditional wallpaper. Yeah. Traditional. There you go. Heritage wallpaper. Uh, what you know? I, I mean, I, I've done it. I've seen it done. But again, the prep work is key. Yes. Making sure you got a good, clean surface. Now, I know that sort of is a, is a given. But how many times do people put it up and and not actually, you know, wipe the wall down first? Quite a few. And uh, then we talked about earlier about putting sizing on your wall. And that's that was going to be my next thing. Is 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 that seems to be a step that some people skip. Eighty percent of the people do, and uh, and uh, two things the sizing does it it helps the wallpaper adhere better to the wall, but it also gives you a way to release the wallpaper because you can go back and get it wet, you know, with yeah. a, a, a mister or a steamer. And it lets off. Now you now you can peel the wallpaper off. Gotcha. And now you can go back and change your wallpaper. Mm-hmm. Now you have to size it again, but then you're not limited to just having to leave it there. Right. And, you know, in the early 90s, like I said, we did a lot of it. And the old Cannon Memorial Hospital, being a commercial building, they don't resize resize the walls. Okay. So they wanted to change the wallpaper. We had two choices, peel it off, fix the drywall, or rehang drywall over it. Yeah. And it was totally amazing how the glue had adhered to the paper of the drywall, and we pulled big chunks out. And see, that's that's what I was wondering because... I've seen that where the the paper itself of the the you know we all know how drywall is made it's it's you've got a paper you know it's a sandwich right you got paper yeah. on both sides with the drywall itself in the middle and I've seen that where the drywall paper that holds the middle part in goes Com- with it comes with it and that's because it's not sized um, and so yeah so but what is your what's your thought then on on the glue I mean are, are all Wallpaper's the same in terms of the glue because I've seen some that has like the glue backing and then some that you put the glue on. I just prefer putting the glue on than the water activated glue. Yep. I mean, it, it's all it just depends on how you were trained, I guess. Yeah, okay. you know, if you start out with somebody that you know with the wallpaper with active glue yep. on it, you know, get it wet and then hang it. Uh, and then again, it depends on how much time you want to put in it, how professional do you want to be, right. Are you in a hurry, or do you want to do it right? You know, with a customer, you definitely want to right. do it right and not have to go back. And, uh, and you know, it uh, with wallpaper, I think you have to have a little – you need to be trained by somebody. Mm-hmm. 
because not all houses are square, and you need to learn how to keep, like you <laughs> talked about your door frame there. Yeah. But yep. you have to learn how to kill it out in a place where people will be less noticeable. Right. And uh, to give you an idea of what I'm talking about, take you a four-foot level and start in one corner of the room and go all the way around the room, and you will not come back. Right. You will not be level when you come all the way yeah. around. And uh, the reason I'm saying that is because you know that it's level, but it could be one thousandth of an inch off yep. on the bubble, and time you get all the way around the room, yep. no matter how hard you try, you'll probably be within a quarter of an inch of that first one. Exactly. I mean, which is not noticeable. No, uh, but it, but it is when you're lining up squares and and lines. And, correct, you know. and then that's where it's uh, yeah. noticeable. Uh, to give you another idea, uh, uh, we did a house had it CO'd in two thousand eight. But it was a house built in 1941. When you walked in the house, everything was fine. And But when we went to put the chair rail up, we come to find out that the house was out of level an inch and a half. So then we had to figure out how to do that whole room so it wasn't noticeable yeah. because you had two different entrances to the to three different entrances to that coming in that big room. Right. So you had three different looks. And... Uh, we got it. You didn't. You can't catch us on it, but we we was able to put it all the way That's around cool. the room. <laughs> so, yeah, getting back to the wallpaper, I know that doesn't sound right, but if you've got a house an inch and a half out of level, and you're trying to hang wallpaper. That's going to be a chore because it's going to show up on your baseboard somewhere. Or it's you, going to yeah. Because if you got one corner down, it's going to show up in that corner right there. Yeah. So in this case. Paint was the way to go on this house. Uh-huh. Well, and and I, I'm starting to think paint's way to go. Anyway, we'll get into that <laughs> just a little bit right after this. That's right. All about home construction here on WATA. And I uh, talk a little bit about wall coverings. You know, one thing we had sort of thought about there is like. Let, let's 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 go back just a little bit, and we've, you know, one thing we we often talk about on the show, Randy, is efficiency of the house, and you know, making sure uh, your your house is um, airtight. You know, we talk about you know vapor barriers and stuff like that. Now, I guess you could make the argument that any kind of wallpaper would aid just a little bit in that. Yeah. I, I would tend to agree with that because you're covering up something that would allow something to come yeah. in and uh, uh, n- not changing the subject on it. But around 2003, there was a company that came out with a paint product. I don't know what happened to it, but the paint actually reflected the heat from the inside of the room back, back. to the inside. That's cool. You know, you know, generally a heat ducts underneath the window. Yep. So it generally goes up. But what this did was is, you know, any if the heat duct hit the wall, it reflected it back, but it didn't allow the the drywall to absorb the heat. Right. You know, and that's how it became energy efficient. You know, they they have to all all these companies have to do all these tests to prove what they're doing. Right. So I would and uh, so I would think after what I'm reading about this wallpaper is the thickness of it is between 14 and 17 millimeters thick. Right. That is a pretty thick product. And for all you people out there that have clean space, 
uh, under your in your crawl space, that's a twenty mil right product. So you're, you're eat fourteen mil. You're you're getting closer to that. Yeah. So yeah. even the seventeen millimeters. So yeah. yes, I could see that right there being an effect in a in a house that's got a little bit of you know air leakage yep. and stuff. This actually stopping the air leakage. It won't yep. stop the cold, but it will stop the air leakage. Air, right. So that would be saving you money down the road. Yeah. Uh, but you know, again, the, the the thing is, it's uh, it's all about the prep work. It's all about the taking the time and getting it lined up. Um, you know, and then you just you just cut it all off. It's it's that that part's easy. Like I cut it a little bit long so that I could go on my baseboard. Maybe that's part of the the advantage. You know, again, the pattern we chose, but or they chose. But um, going in, and you know, if you don't have a square, uh, completely level floor. You know, it's going off that baseboard, and then uh, you just just trim it tight up against it. You know, like in other words, I cut it long, I cut it about an inch long, and let it overlap, and oh, then yeah. came back and, and trimmed it up. Just you know, and, and same with the corners. Uh, but let, let's go back to to the wallpaper now, the, the the traditional wallpaper a little bit. Have you ever seen people paint directly over the wallpaper? Yes, I have, but I've also seen. Uh, where they've painted it and the wallpaper still peeling off. Yeah. All right. And which that's because of a moisture problem in the wall itself. Right. And you get those little bubbles. Yeah. Sometimes it's not always on the end, right? Sometimes you get the bubble in there. Most of the time you get the wallpaper peeling around a window. Yeah. All right. Where you got air leakage because, mm-hmm. you know, you get micro condensation behind it. Uh, other times, uh, you get it around refrigerators, yep. you know, because you got refrigerators that have, you know, moisture, you know, uh, the tray in the bottom, the evaporation yeah. tray. So that puts moisture in. You know, it, uh, bathrooms. How many bathrooms have you been in when the wallpaper peels? Yeah. yeah. Where, yes, they've sized their wall. They've did everything they're supposed to do, but it plainly says wallpaper doesn't like moisture. That's right. Well, and, and the thing is, it, it's... It compounds fast, right? Because like, once it starts to peel, more moisture is getting in there and behind it, and it's just, you know, it's, it's a cascading effect. Well, we have gone back and re- repaired it, okay? And uh, now, if they ever remove it, they're going to cuss me more. But I never did use wallpaper glue. I used regular white Elmer's glue yeah. to go back on the wall and then take a squeegee. <laughs> And it, and it it the it, moisture doesn't yeah. bring it off the wall like before. Right. right. Now, in, in time you wash it, you'll never see it. Yeah. And uh, you know they have a special glue where you piece it together, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's like Elmer's glue. Yeah. It is actually made by Elmer's glue. Okay. So it so the wallpaper will glue to the wallpaper itself. Yeah. Now, when you go, when you do eventually peel off the wallpaper, you're done with it. You want to change it out. You peel it off. You decide to paint back over it. I guess at that point you got some decisions to make because if it starts to peel that paper like we talked about, that drywall paper, can you really just put some drywall mud over it and cover that, or are you going to have to start replacing? Uh, we've covered a lot of mistakes with drywall mud, but what we've done is we've put a we've bedded it, let it dry, and then we come back and now we've taped it. Yeah. Okay. And it's just a total tape joint. Yeah. Okay. And instead of, you know, to me, that's easier than cutting, taking a whole saw and, then and, and cutting holes all in the wall and, and putting a new piece yeah. in. 
it doesn't make any difference. It's still labor intensive if it's not. If you don't put your wallpaper on correctly down the road, it's yeah. going to be labor intensive. Yeah. Well, and that's the problem with you know with remodels, I guess, especially if you didn't put the wallpaper on to begin with. Yeah. You don't know what's going to happen when you start to peel that off. Well, we've took yeah. jobs where we know we've steamed the walls, mm-hmm. but we can't get the wallpaper off because no sizing. Yeah. Now you've turned into a, a loss instead of a, doing your job like you're supposed to. Right. Because the person before you didn't do what they were yeah. supposed to do. So a lot of homeowners goes, well, that's outrageous. Well, do you know what they did? Uh, no. Well, I don't either. So you have to yeah. plan for the worst and hope for the best. I guess at some point, though, is it is there ever a point where you're just better off getting thin drywall and just, just covering it up? Well, just use a good primer and prime over top of it. There okay. Uh, and we've, you know, every now and then it is, it is show, but we've seen it where people's painted over it and you never see it. Yeah. I guess that's why paneling one day will make it and come most, back. And most time when you see the, the blemishes after you paint drywall, it's because they've overlapped the drywall. They didn't butt the drywall. Yes. Yeah. You know, especially in the corner, you always come around the corner. Yeah, yeah. And you'll leave one a half inch over and then the other piece in, you cut off in the center. Yep. There you go. I just I know exactly what you're talking about. Well, next time you do this, I want to see videos so we can put it on YouTube. I don't know about that. All right. All, <laughs> all about home construction. Thanks for listening to us. Again, don't forget about the podcast, all about home construction. Randy, we'll see you next time around, buddy. Take it easy. Yes, sir. Have a good weekend and bye. Thanks for listening to All About Home Construction. We air every week on Saturday mornings on WATA in Boone. Please like this podcast, comment, share it. Hey, let everybody know where you found it. Thanks for listening.